1: At you, it's probably the most highly anticipated segment of the show. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just hyping you up over there. I think
2: this is that was a hyperbolic statement.
1: Listen, I'm just trying to help you out over there.
2: Only because the dead to me segment's coming up oh. too. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a <laughs> that's favorite. that's the
3: number one segment that we have. Even last was, week we haven't done it before.
1: Last week we had some technical difficulties. This week we're on point. We're good now. We are good we're, now. We're
3: halfway through the show. We haven't had one yet, but. Uh, still time left. It's still time left. Still got a, we still got 55 no, and a half minutes right. of potential technical difficulties on our, we're on gonna, our show. We're so gonna be we're all flying. right, and
1: we are uh pretty excited. I know I'm I'm uh, pretty excited to hear Julio's web news. Web, web hits.
2: hits. Julio's put, web hits. There's our technical difficulties. That, that
3: was our te- that was our first one.
1: I jinxed it, didn't I?
2: You did. All right. Get this party started! During a recent Indiana high school baseball game, things came to a screeching halt after a hot mic caught a rather rude guy loudly asking for a baseball bat. Hey, hey, bring need a baseball bat. My girlfriend's somebody else. Hey, we need a baseball bat. Hey, get the hell out of here! Yeah, sorry, sorry. So this guy okay. apparently was at the baseball game
1: Uh-huh. and was around
2: a high school baseball game okay. and was around a hot mic near the announcers <laughs> and had just caught his girlfriend doing some rather inappropriate things to another Performing guy. Performing
3: a sexual act on another guy.
2: And, uh, at a baseball game. Wanted a baseball bat uh, we to take don't care know, of business. We don't know the full context of where it was.
1: Oh, it could have been at the game. It could have been elsewhere. And he was in... He was close enough to that mic for that to be caught.
2: Yeah, he sure was. Oh,
3: that was bad. First and foremost, like my my biggest question on this is um, obviously inebriated. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Well, (laughs) no, he might not have been drunk. That's not
3: true. He might not have been drunk. He might have been completely sober and just full of emotion. He slurred his words quite a few times. Well, he was
1: probably really angry. Well, that sweet lady was like, we don't talk like that, sir. You know she was trying to, like, defeat.
3: Here's my thing. is like, why would he walk into the press box asking for a baseball Yeah, bat? We're,
1: you, well, just, we are I don't know if it was a, press, it's a high school baseball yet.
3: game. I don't think there was a press box. No, they might have some of it. No, some might. of the places don't have press I boxes. I doubt it.
1: Like, it depends, but why is it close enough to where there are baseball bats?
3: Yeah, why would you have it near the crowd? the dugouts should be near
1: the bases. The press box should be elsewhere, maybe behind a plate somewhere. Yeah,
3: I mean, if you're broadcasting it, it has to be. there has to be a press box. You're not doing a broadcast without a press box at a baseball.
1: But they could just have been like an over-announcement, you know, like a PA system.
2: Yeah. But
1: no, that's I'd, bad. Like, that, that's
2: bad. That's real bad.
1: Let me, what's he going to do with the baseball bat? Run after the dude? No, he's going to kill him.
3: He's going <laughs> to commit come on. second-degree murder. That's, I think that was pretty clear. Okay. He he's sounded do very something angry. With that. He was going to commit second-degree murder in oh, that situation. Geez. Or at least aggravated his soul. I'm not a lawyer here, but uh, I, I think there would have been a court case and maybe some years in jail and he actually gotten himself, himself a bat.
1: And can we remember that he's at a high school game?
2: Here? That's what makes it so much
3: worse.
1: This is so bad. He can just, so fight bad. The, you can just fight the dude. What if his son is playing the game? That's bad. And what All if bad dudes. Uh, and what if his ex-wife is in the stands and then girlfriend's there? This is bad.
3: <laughs> maybe he should just fight that dude. So if many he, layers If, to if this. he caught... You know, his girl doing it to the, to the dude. Like, maybe you should just go and, and fight that guy. Like, instead of getting a baseball bat, why don't you just throw some hands? Do a drop kick or something.
2: Oh, boy. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so, we like to uh, get natural reactions from these web hits. So, I try not to show these guys, for Uh-oh. our listeners, kind of what we're getting into with in this segment. <laughs> so, there's been a sponsorship between Kingsford Charcoal and Major League Baseball. Okay. And because of this, they're trying to, you know, do some commercials for it and get some tra- traction on it. Yeah. So, they recently did some commercials for this in which they took photos of David Ortiz, Prince Fielder, and Cecil Fielder nude during a barbecue.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: So, there is a bunch <laughs> of fat men
1: Those completely bellies. nude. Those bellies are out. They're surrounded out. by barbecue.
2: <laughs> Your thoughts, please.
1: His booty almost was out. The side butt. Cheeks. It's a lot more
2: than just his booty that's <laughs> almost out. <laughs> hey, Here was the thing: they're they
3: are they're naked and they're standing next to grills cooking. Oh, this it's a is bad combination. That's not the kind of meat that I want cooked in this situation. <laughs> well, let me just say <laughs> that is a bad bad situation. There, I, I tell you this: this is I've heard uh, the producer for uh, for Fesco in the morning, uh, Ryan Wachowski. He has <laughs> talked about one of the worst things you could do is try to cook bacon without a shirt on. Oh, yeah. So I how have, about no
1: pants? No, no pants grilling? Got
3: no, they, they have no clothes, and they're standing next to an open grill. No. That is dangerous. The, the
2: placement of meat, though, is spot on. I mean.
3: Oh, okay, so. Very his,
2: clever with how they place the meat in these photos.
1: Let's take a moment, though, and go, like, think about this actual production oh, photo Field. shoot. Like, think about that. Like, they're, they're actually naked? They're naked. Oh, well, they're doesn't probably matter. comfortable. They're about, butt-ass naked. But think about the poor production crew that is placing the grill very nicely so wow. homeboy's Disturbing. friend won't you know what, be seen. Maybe
2: they, maybe they like guys it's
1: like bad. that. No. Maybe they
3: like the the big guys Think like Think about that.
1: who has to go move the lights so his. You know, so the the it's not shining off his bald head too much or his big old belly too much. And think about that; his friend is just hanging out there. Maybe
2: they like that though.
1: is no, some on. of the people is like, "Oh, this is cool. I like that." Crazy.
2: I get to see David Ortiz butt-ass naked, and they might but not even be—they might not even be all the way naked. They might have yeah. just wearing, been wearing banana hammocks, but that's not much better.
1: But his side right? booty cheek was definitely out.
3: Oh, he, he, no, they—they oh, they if they were—they were definitely at the at the very least they were wearing thongs. But I mean, let's be honest here; they. This is a little bit too much for Kingsford, uh what was it? Kingsford charcoal? it's a little bit too much for a Kingsford charcoal. But you know ad, what? Ad campaign copying off of the body. Got us is talking
2: about
1: it. Listen, we're all sitting around here talking about it. So hit the advertisement just did its job. I don't know if it gets because me because to want to
3: buy Kingsford no. Charcoal
1: though. Who cares? But press is press.
3: I mean, they could do something more. We're talking about it on air than, right now. They could do something more like they just copied the body issue from ESPN.
1: Yeah, but they threw the grill right in there where the meat is.
3: is that's what they you do. Know. They do the same thing with the bot they have like a ball there, you know? Yeah, like, but not a
1: grill and not homeboy. It's not a grill, old-
3: but it's like a like a they'll have like women on there and they'll have like a soccer like the was yeah, like like they're Megan Rapino and she'll be yeah, like this Julie with Earth. her arm like across her chest. It's like
2: like that's not that's not original. You could do something mm-hmm. original.
1: I don't know. It got us talking about it, so shout out to their PR.
2: Right? <laughs> I think it's a good move. Uh, moving on, sideline reporter Heidi Goldsneyg called out an LFL head coach right in front of his face during a sideline interview. She had this to say:
0: "Thanks, guys. I'm with Omaha Heart head coach and offensive coordinator Dante Allen. Coach, did you think it was a good idea to go hurry up offense with a rookie quarterback?
2: We've been practicing her up offense. We practice both, so we we put it in the playbook. They know how to do it, but they're just not reading the keys right now. We're not getting the blocks. People aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing." That's stuff we got to correct before halftime's over.
0: Thank you, Coach. Apparently, Coach Dante Allen and his staff think that it was a good idea to throw their rookie quarterback to the Wolves and tester. Back to you guys. Jillian. Dang.
1: Jillian, coming from as a
2: sideline reporter, your thoughts first, please.
1: Listen, that is a difficult position to be in. Say that, and I'm not saying that just because I did it. It's difficult because, especially if you know the game you're talking about, which I hope you would, because you do have your own opinions. However, I learned from, you know, working with two coaches that are very buttoned up, um, very—I respect them greatly. They know the game more than, you know, very, very well. I don't know if that was a good move, girl. I don't know. I think that there's a different way to phrase that. I think that uh, there's—that you could say, I I saw you did this. What were your thoughts behind it? And then her follow-up to throw back to the guy, that's the bad part for me.
3: She sounded like she was, like, very offended by his answer. Like, she was— like oh, she was clearly a, just being like,
1: "Oh, he messed this up bad.
3: What's What's the LFL, anyways? This is this the lingerie football league? Yeah. Yes. That's they yes. still do that.
1: But you yes. know they do. But she took. That. She's keeping it focused on the game, which I appreciate her which for doing good, that. Which is good. Like, I mean, I, that was her and her opinion, and like I said, as a silent reporter, you're going to have them. However, I think you have to know how to handle and respect that coach's opinion. And the throwback to the guys for me. Girl,
2: no. It's supposed you? to be neutral, right? And, with your questions.
1: Well, I mean, you just ask what they did, and then you just simply restate. Okay, this is what he did, and this is why he did it. Because now that coach is not going to want to interview with you ever again, and neither will his colleagues. Right? So you're burnt, you're digging a hole there.
3: Did you do? You, was there ever a point where like you got an answer from like Vermees or whoever else that you were interviewing, and you were like, oh, this dude's BSing me. Just well, like And you, not- like, try to keep it off of your face, but you're doing <laughs> yeah. deep in your head. is like, oh, this is BS.
1: Yeah, I mean, in this situation that you're in, I hope that you're able to build a relationship with that coach. Yeah. So you know, like, when I was asking him questions, like, I already kind of knew how he was going to answer, uh-huh. right? However, there were times where he gave me one-word answers, and it was basically like a shut up, Jillian. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like, do like you a Greg
3: Popovich answer.
1: Specifically one of them, hey, are we going to see so-and-so? And he said, Possibly. I said, okay. Back that's to you a guys no. in the booth. <laughs>
3: Don't ask me that question again, Jillian.
1: <laughs> but good for her for keeping it focused, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as LFL league. Seriously, go. I didn't
3: know the LFL was still in business. Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought that was a I thought that was a fact. Are they on TV still? I don't know all that. I, I imagine
1: they're like YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Yeah,
3: it's probably yeah, it was probably on YouTube. I didn't I didn't know they were still in business. That's good for them. <laughs>
1: good for her, right? That was bold. If you want a job though, girl. Yeah, that's I'm a bad playing? idea. If
3: you like if you like that's working, true. It's if you like if you like having a job, that's probably not the best best way to go about keeping your job.
1: All right, that was it for Julio's Web Hits. Nicely done, Julio. I like those. I like those. And the
3: computer didn't fail.
1: Hallelujah. When we get back, we're talking KUMU. You don't want to miss it.
0: Overtime with Jillian and Chris, 610 Sports Radio.
1: We're back. We made it, and we are, as promised, talking something that might be like you know slightly debated in this area, just barely. Ku and you, we need to talk a
3: little bit. We little, need to, we need to have a talk. Ku fans, um, oh,
1: calling you out right
0: away. Yeah, and
3: Julio, who, you, know, you, who, you, know, you speak for all Ku fans in the city right now because you're the only person no on the radio uh, that is a, is a Ku fan as we currently speak. So I need to. I need to address KU fans through you because I don't feel like you guys Do my best I don't feel like you guys conducted yourself very well this week. Well, coming look, at I, you right
1: away. Don't
2: don't be looping me in necessarily. You, I'm going to you,
3: you are the you spokesperson. Cool KU fans. So you are the spokesperson for KU fans right now. Don't be throwing
2: me under the bus. With yeah, this you are
3: the you are the uh, you are the KU fan. You are the you are the you are the Jayhawks pundit right now. So you know Bring we're it. bringing you on here because we need. I need you to. I need you to like really explain this to me here. So earlier this week, uh, you know, our Carrington Harrison host for the drive, you can hear 2 to 6, every single week here on uh, 610 Sports Radio and the uh, radio.com app. He uh, he was making fun of KU fans for Joel Embiid and his failure in game 7 of the uh, Eastern Conference semifinals as his 76ers lost to the Toronto Raptors he cried in like a baby. Heart-wrenching fashion. Just he an like amazing shot by Kawhi Leonard and afterwards, yes, he walked through the tunnel, he cried like a baby and uh which I don't I don't blame that that's passion to me. I'm cool. I I, I'd rather he be passionate than he be like eh, bleep this, you know, take his jersey off and walk out when he when he does it like LeBron did when he left Cleveland. Like, I'm cool with him doing with him doing that because that that that's passion to me. I've seen a lot of guys cry in a lot of locker rooms in my time playing sports. So that's passion. That means that you care. But KU fans have an issue with being insecure. You are the most insecure fan base that I have ever seen. Now, I am a Florida fan. I love my Gators. And so...
1: Florida fan who went to MU? Yeah, yeah.
3: Florida makes fan who no went to MU. It, it, makes makes no it, hey, it doesn't have, doesn't have to make, make sense. Out. Let's just accept it as fact. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a Florida fan. I went to K. I got a lot of trash talk <laughs> thrown at me. That's the reason why I hate Mizzou. Uh, I despise Mizzou sports. I root for all of their teams to lose, and I take great joy when they do lose. But KU fans are so insecure when they are being teased, when they are being... Uh, being made fun of by Mizzou fans, and I don't see any reason why.
2: And only Mizzou fans.
3: Only Mizzou fans, not K-State fans, not Wichita State fans, not the Arkansas fans or Iowa State. It is only when Mizzou fans start talking, and it doesn't make any sense to me. You You got people sending DMs to Carrington Harrison or adding him on Twitter talking about, oh, you're played out, you're washed up, this, that, and the other, different pejoratives, things like that. Because he was making fun of Joel Embiid. And it's like, why, why are you getting why? angry at a Mizzou fan making fun of one of your players in the NBA, one of your former players in the NBA when he doesn't have any success? You're KU fans. <laughs> You've seen two national well. If you're you're old enough, you've seen two national championships. I know in my lifetime, I've seen them play in two national championship games in basketball before. Uh, I mean, they they got wiped up by Kentucky, but they went out there and they had a great historic game against Memphis, winning that title. They have been to multiple Final Fours in my lifetime. They are one of the blue bloods in college basketball. Who gives a bleep what a Mizzou fan has to say about
2: your program? Because they need to keep KU's name out of their mouth. There is no reason. Look again. If it was any other person, that just whatever, it wouldn't make a difference. But the fact that, and, and it's the fact that C dot loves to take little pot shots. Mizzou fans in general, because this is not a C dot thing. This so is a not Mizzou fan it, thing. Not only is it a Mizzou thing, it's a C dot thing as well, right? Because that this is a, a normal thing for him that he likes to do and stir the pot. So I, that that adds to it.
1: I think it represents both well. Both of them do. Carrington being the Mizzou side. KU fans as you're represent as yeah. you're saying, they all just like to go at each other.
3: So yeah, but it's like
1: they th- each always the thing look for like, that in where they can put their rival on, on the spot there. Here's, you know what I'm saying?
3: here's the thing you have to understand. Being a Mizzou fan
1: Florida
0: is fan.
3: terrible. <laughs> it is a horrendous existence. I can tell you this because I was a Mizzou fan for three hours. You yes. <laughs> still and back in two thousand seven, December first, two thousand. Yeah, it was the December first, two thousand seven. It was the day after I took my tour of Mizzou, my senior year of high school. I, they, they, oh, they got me on that re- recruitment trip. They got my ass on that. He recruitment said
1: three trip. hours. Three in, hours. They got my ass on that recruitment
3: trip. What and he was gonna do? And, yeah, I knew I was future. gonna go there. It was the only school I applied to. And I went there, and I I was, and they they, they hit me with that Mizzou is number one at football because they were number they were the number one football team in college football that uh, at that point. Um, and, and then you they got were it. Of they, were, Sell they that. were they were going against Oklahoma in the Big Twelve title game, and I was like, okay, man, I'm a Florida fan first, but I can put Mizzou as my number two. I can root for them because that's the school that I'm going to be going to, and I sat there for three and a half hours, and I rooted for Mizzou in that game. And they just got washed by the Sooners. And I was like, if this is what it's like being a Mizzou fan, bleep this, I am done with the Tigers. No loyalty. Uh, They're not my number two anymore. (laughs) I'm just going to stick with my number one in Florida, which was cool because they won the national title the very next year with Tim T. Well, Gators, chomp, chomp. And I, I understood at that point what it was like to be a Mizzou fan, especially, you remember 2012. For
1: three hours.
3: Yeah, for three hours. And then you we remember got KU and-
1: fans chiming in. And thought yeah. it was funny what C Dot said. By the way,
2: yeah, I and- mean it was it was funny.
3: C Dot's
1: funny. It he was
2: unnecessary, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, but he like- could have just made a Joel Embiid joke and then just left it. <laughs> yeah, but he's got to have to the- tie it, it back to KU. If there's
1: ever any reason to to blast KU, he's going to do it. Of course. And so and- that was an opportunity. And but he that's took what it. Mizzou fans do. But if he
2: had the ability, if, if Mizzou actually ever did anything, then fine, we we take it in. But the fact that no Final Fours. They look. They have nothing to stand on, and so these continuous little pot shots, Yeah, it's annoying. Let Why? me let me learn Why? y'all something.
1: But when you're at the top, you're you got a target on your back. You know what I mean? Let like me, when you're. I up- mean, I enjoy
2: it. I enjoy.
3: <laughs> it. <laughs> let me let me learn y'all some. The fact I'm that we're a, always
2: on their mind like that.
3: I'm a Ooh. I'm a I'm a I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. Which, Listen to
1: this dude. He can't make up his mind. I'm, I'm going a Phoenix every- Suns, I'm a Phoenix He's Suns fan. He's so Phoenix. so place.
3: I I know what it's like to be in the position of a Mizzou. Phoenix Suns have never won won an NBA title in their career. So, because they're an inept organization, and inept. They, they, couldn't, they can't even do the draft lottery, right? They had the, what would have been the third overall pick, and they got pushed back to sixth. So, they got screwed in the lottery. So, I take joy fun. in the fact that the Lakers are terrible, because the Suns are awful, too. So, the Lakers, the team with the second most titles in the history of the NBA, I got to root for them to lose. I enjoyed them not making the playoffs way more than I enjoyed anything that the Suns did this year. Yeah, but that's so not a under, real rivalry, though. No, that's a very real rivalry. Yeah, that's, that's not good. That the everybody. The Suns think, hate though. the Lakers. The Lakers hate the Suns. There's a lot of trash talk between us Suns I and feel Lakers like fans. That's
2: a I feel like that's more of a, a KUK State thing. No, no it's well, like it's not a little K- brother, it's not
3: it's, a KUK State thing. It's it very much a KU Mizzou thing. We hate each. I hate Lakers fans. I I root for their misery. I was glad. I was happy when LeBron James pulled his groin. Like, I uh, know Lakers fans you could care a less, less It's just, when, I disagree. You're at the top
1: and you're the Lakers or you're KU or you're mm-hmm. the Yankees or you're the Patriots. Or you're the Gators. People are going to hate you. That's no. just how it goes. But this MU rivalry, I think is something different. I think it's just more, there's so many of each school's alumni in the same small place in Kansas yep. City. There's yeah. so many of each here. Oh, it's, a it it's, a so it's a location thing. Yeah. It is. And so it's a geographical thing. And look, this is part of sports. Like you, the rivalry is I think some of the best parts of sports. And so I think for C dot to just find some way to put them on blast, he's gonna do it. He's stirring the pot. Which, yeah. Which, which is,
3: if... is fine. He's gonna do that. USKU fans cannot be look, so emotional. They took the bait. The KU fans took, took the bait and then went,
1: and went way it. too far. Whenever but do you guys, think it has to do with because they just did so poorly last year? Do you think they're just a little still in their feelings? Uh, no. Well, KU fans I, are I always in their so. feelings. Let's <laughs> be honest.
3: Here, KU fans are, are literally always in their feelings about every, every time they get a, a, a tournament draw, it's, oh, we got screwed. We got the toughest draw in the tournament out of anybody. Oh, man, we got the toughest road. We're not going to be able to win six games to win the national title. It's always something with KU fans. Look. You're not victims. You're KU fans. You're I'll tell
2: you as a, as, a, as a Florida fan. you're are the, victims. No, We're you're the not. victim of as these a... unnecessary pot shots that you guys need to reel back in until you have something to stand Honestly, on. Honestly, I
1: think KU fans like it, too. I really I do. They like I really it, do. yeah. Really they like it because it makes them feel special. So continue I, to talk crap. So and can, I think when, they probably play them back, not to MU, but whoever... <laughs> Did you see that? I think they probably hand him out when they can. Obviously not to MU, but. No,
2: I'm
3: telling
1: you. I'm, well, it's not
2: even fun for us anymore, right? Mizzou, everything that could go wrong with Mizzou goes wrong, and it's just not fun to make fun of them anymore. It's just not.
3: But don't it's try to act like don't to try to take fun. the high road. You know damn well when you when you see the dysfunction that is at Mizzou, you oh, get I a little smile on your it. face. You get a nice it. little crack of the smile on your face whenever that happens. But it's,
2: lost its a little look. It happens so often. It's it's
1: kind yes, of lost Yes, but that its rivalry's luster. going nowhere. So see that will continue to do that what he's doing we'll fans I'm continue just telling you. Too,
3: yes. As a Florida fan, I know what it's like to be elite. Elite people don't Stop get it. mad when Stop the lowly peasants and peons get angry at them and try to as make fun Phoenix
1: of them. As a Phoenix Suns fan, as a Florida well, the fan, Phoenix Suns as an MU Phoenix fan Suns is not a
3: That's not a, a blessing. That's a curse.
1: You're killing me. It's a, it's a
3: curse being a Phoenix Suns fan right now. Even right, though we've got uh, some great players that are young, they they don't win.
1: I think we should keep the rivalry. I think I like it. Hot takes all just, the time. I like it. Keep chill out
3: a little bit. Next time you guys have a KU fans meeting, whenever you guys have the town hall next time, just tell them, like, hey, chill out when Mizzou fans get on. They need it. Nope. They need it more no. than you do. Pass.
1: All right, moving on. We're coming back with a pretty, a fun new segment. Uh, it's called "Dead to Me." So that's there's, there's that. We'll we'll have some fun when we come back. Don't go anywhere.
0: Overtime with Jillian and Chris, six ten Sports Radio.
1: Just talked a little bit about a new segment called Dead to Me. And our guy Julio is going to give us a little background on what we can expect from this new segment.
3: You're dead to me, boy. You're more (laughs) dead to me than your dead
1: mother. You're nothing to me now. You're not a brother. You're not a friend. (laughs) I don't want to know you or what you do there is no tomorrow.
2: You're dead to me. You're dead. You're gone. I don't even know who you are. You're faithful. <laughs>
0: You're dead to me. Over.
2: All right.
3: Julio's <laughs> very proud of you. I'm very, I'm very actually, excited about it. I'm pretty good. Yes. Hopefully the computer doesn't freeze. That's let's That was
1: up. the best. Like, that was on point. That was perfect. I did all right. Julio was You're feeling pretty me. good. Okay.
3: He was did feeling right. pretty good about that in the break.
2: Yes. All right. So the, for this new segment, uh, each week we are... So this week we're going to start off with one person that we're going to kind of bury for the Julio week Julio is going
3: to bury. So I'm going to bury
2: somebody this week. Going forward, uh, each of us will pick each week a person that we're going to bury who's literally going to be dead to us. So this week...
1: You're dead to me. Over. This
2: week, Lamar Odom is dead to me. No. Now. He was dead to me before, but after <laughs> reading this, I, he is officially dead he, to me. He gone, dug him out of the grave. He dug him under. out of
3: the grave and then he reburied his ass.
2: So Lamar Odom recently revealed that he used a prosthetic penis during the 2004 Olympics. So Wait, what? what had happened was,
1: what had happened,
2: what had happened was? was, is he got put on the 2004 Olympic uh, NBA basketball, or Olympic team USA. Which wasn't a very good team Which, because Lamar Odom was on that what, team. That's exactly it. Okay, so, I'm
1: still confused. Okay, so
2: explain. <laughs> going forward, so what happened was, he had to take a drug test, right? We all know he has a very serious problem or had, with drugs, right? So right. in his book, It's Newly Released, he said he spent all summer smoking weed and doing coke and doing all kinds of different drugs. And so he didn't know he was going to have to take this drug test. Okay. So because of this, <laughs> Uh-oh. he bought a prosthetic penis that basically had a reservoir in it. Oh, my gosh. Right? And he had his trainer pee into this prosthetic penis.
1: Come on, He then bro.
2: strapped it on in order to release... The urine. He had to squeeze the cojones, and, the cojones and and the shaft in order to pee out the clean urine. This which bad. is just to me like this is just icing on the cake to just describe this the type of person that he is. I mean, this guy has some serious issues. I, I, I'm officially done, buried. I can't take it anymore with him. He just needs to go away.
1: Is this the first time you think that this man has strapped on a
3: prosthetic no, penis? No, oh, no, no, God. no. He had cocaine issues for many a year. So
1: this is his practice. This he, is
3: his. Out- he he knew about this. He was he was ready. He was this was a this was not the first time he's done it, and it definitely wasn't the last time he's done it. Because we just saw. Uh, we we have we have seen play, not very many players, but <laughs> players over the years get they get drug tested in the NBA, and sometimes right. they'll get suspended for it. Um, I'm telling you, he he's probably a professional at, at, at this whole dodging piss test thing. He's
1: Got the whole process down. He's got to it his down. He's,
3: yeah, he's he is a, a king at it. He's an all star. He's an Olympian oh. at
2: dodging piss tests.
3: So, do you think that the, he
1: gets the same guy to pee in the fake penis every time?
2: No, I, no, bet, he, he I bet he's got, like got like a, a rotation. He's got a team. He's got a rotation. He's got a team of people.
3: But if you're if you're, if
1: you're if you're hiring or asking or making someone do this for you, you got to trust their habits are clean.
2: Oh, absolutely. well, of course, he's paying a trainer. That trainer is making probably a crap ton of money off of him.
1: Oh, my God. Right? Oh, yeah. he. But is much, he making enough you, to pee in a fake penis? How much did you? I would demand a bonus.
2: How much do you think he paid? Like 10 stacks? I mean, I, it has to be at I'd least ten, for ten, 10 stacks. That's the I'd starting, starting price, price right, right there.
3: How ten
1: risky stacks. is it? Are we talking, you know, is this, it's not like a legal thing here for the guy who peed for him? Like, what kind of punishments can. It's not,
3: he's not going to get in any trouble. Not unless it's like a federal drug test or something. And it's that's not. A, yeah, I mean, if this was like <laughs> sorry, a probation, go to jail because right. you failed a test. Like, yeah, that would probably be a problem. That'd be like that be evidence like- tampering or something. Yes. But no, this is the- you
1: fake peer. <laughs> well, how 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 big
2: was it that he had
1: to <laughs> be able to penis? hold enough pee? <laughs> how yeah, well, <laughs> to, to be
2: able to hold enough pee. Like I work in I work in the drug testing business. Yeah. So in yeah. order well, to tell this, us. professional in this, explain then. to us. Well, in order Mr. To drug you have to have a certain guy. amount of pee in order for them to be able to test. Have you ever it.
1: outed someone for strapping on a fake penis and and and
2: I've never done the testing? He's not, in the, room. Oh, he's he's not, not in, in the in the room. room. I'm in the laboratory side of things, not in the actual in the collection of
3: the urine. Do, I don't think anybody's ever in the room with you anyway. No, the, I they were. That's why you had to have the strap on. Well for like this in sports they do.
2: He said that he said the drug testing guy was Literally standing two feet behind him, watching. Oh, he him was pee. behind him. He had to stand behind him and pee. Okay, I, I thought that was, he was like standing in front of but him. But like, like, man, but like, I, I'm pretty he, sure it's, it's like, I can't remember exactly how much it is, but it's quite a bit of pee to be able to have to, have to test it.
1: How would he get caught?
2: He didn't get caught.
1: How do we know it, it happened?
2: Because he
3: said in his book.
1: Oh, he came out and said well, it. Well, yeah he's
3: not playing anymore, so like, what are they
2: gonna yeah, do? Yeah, it doesn't to him? make a difference what? now. It doesn't make a difference
3: <laughs> now. Do you think but... somebody
1: read that and they're like, "Man, I knew that was fake"?
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm either either the. I don't, I, I'm, so, I'm very curious how this how this thing works. Is it is it Both? like do you have to like like how big were the the cojones <laughs> like?
1: Does he have to wear a couple pairs of shorts?
2: Like how? What kind of a strap-on was it? Like an underwear thing, or was it like a velcro belt? Like it's just what, so what's
1: bad. going on? <laughs> it's just so bad.
2: So many questions.
1: How many people do you think are doing this on a regular basis?
3: I mean, if oh, he it's found happening it, a oh, lot. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people that are doing fake tests.
1: Yes, but in this manner. I yeah. mean, like, this seems to yeah, be no, well thought is, out. Somebody's making money oh, off He
2: that. said he researched quite a bit. He's not the first person to do it. Right. That's, He's definitely really? not the first person
3: to I'm do it. I'm saying
1: how many? I'm thinking this has happened on well, a There It has to basis. be
2: quite a few if it's an actual product that you can buy. Yeah, right. I mean, there's got to be a market for it, right? Yeah, I would I would
3: imagine. because I mean, he researched. So clearly this was like, uh, you know, somebody uh, somebody was like, hey, man, we. this is how I did it. Or this is how we did it. So this is how we're, you know, you need to go out and go about this. Like, I'm pretty sure it was It was pretty, it's been probably tested many a times. I would imagine that baseball players have tested this a lot, especially back in the 90s, because uh, you had a lot of issues with failed drug tests back then and got, you know, guys trying to, you know, avoid having any sort of implications on. I'm pretty sure this is something that's happened very much. Uh, well, over the years. and how did
2: he keep it the right temperature it has to it has oh, to test on. between 89 is. degrees and 100 degrees it has to be within a certain temperature he said 89 to 100 yeah and so it has to be okay. within that temperature so i don't know if like he just immediately had him pee and then strapped it on or maybe uh, there's a maybe ways they around were, like, it they maybe put, like, like hand warmers maybe he was and stuff like in the, maybe use. he was oh, like oh my
1: god he has hand warmers down his pants maybe for his he was like got to do what you got to do okay mm-hmm. so do you think he practices at home a couple times before he Went up in there and, and did this test. Uh, and do you think he was nervous? Because, I mean, what if they caught him?
3: Well, yeah, he had to be nervous.
2: Do he you, did say he was nervous.
3: especially. So he, uh, do you
1: think he practiced? Oh, my gosh, we're getting we're getting uh, instructions here. Generally, a small bag goes up against your skin, and you tuck it in your belt line.
3: <laughs> this is a professional right here. Listen, okay. <laughs> this this person, very professional. Whoever this person is. A prosthetic dodging, penis.
2: They've
1: oh been oh my gosh, dodging here's tests another for years. One. From 785, I worked in a tree. Oh. <laughs> People this is happening okay <laughs> i'm
2: not sure we could say that but we're gonna skip over that <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> i dumped it don't worry
1: <laughs> oh man we're getting instructions
3: these are these are clearly people that uh, uh somebody it's said hot topic everybody uh no no, no said for probation and stuff like that definitely yeah. watch you it's illegal for them to watch you if it's just for yeah, they don't walk. I've been I've been to. They I, stand close to scare you. Yeah, they they yeah. They, I've never had one where they were like in the room. They were like in the other room. I had
1: I've been walked to a restroom. She has waited outside the restroom. Yeah, everyone
3: I've, I've had stupid. They've, Why? They've you might as well wait. They, they've like room. stood That's outside. Ridiculous. I've always had them stand outside the room yeah. when they do it, and then they like don't flush the toilet. And they like they're like really really like. Uh, There's lots
1: of rules. There's lots. Yeah, of Yeah, don't you can't wash do, your hands. Move. Can't, can't bring anything in there with you. They like yeah, take your bag, they lock it don't up. Don't
3: look at anything. Which the lady that I got <laughs> No smiling. I, yeah, don't be happy don't be happy when you're doing this drug test. <laughs> and I had a lady uh it was a few months ago when I got like officially hired on in my day job. And like I like she really didn't care. So I was like, man, I could've faked this. I could have done I could have I could have gone out and, and, and just got a fake and I could have gone in and I'd have been good. They did you
1: need to? Are you telling us? No, something? I'm good.
3: I'm good. I'm I'm drug free. You know, I I, uh, I follow the rules and I, uh, I I take what I learned in school from Dare, and uh, I don't do Dare. that stuff. Yeah, Dare.
1: Hand warmers get it to around 105 degrees. Take it off an but hour. But that's before, over. That's over the hundred, though, right? And your skin yeah, will get that's it to over 89. And your skin will get it to 89. I <laughs> said checkered past.
3: These people cl- <gasps> clearly, we have a lot of questionable people on our on our uh, protein housey with the purpose text line.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, this was your first Dead to Me segment. We're excited to bring you some more. Obviously, Chris will have some. I will have some. Julio will have some. If you got recommendations, send them our way. You can tweet us. You can reach out however you want. Uh, I'm Jillian Thomas, 22. What's your handle? Sarah. At
3: Sarah to 60.
1: And Julio, what's your handle? Twitter.
3: The Julio Sage.
1: All right. Send us your Dead to Me ideas. More from Overtime after this.
0: Overtime with Jillian and Chris, 610 Sports Radio.
1: Than we were prior wow. to. <laughs> yeah, I'm
3: learning a whole lot here in the last 15 minutes or so.
1: <laughs> learning a lot about our listeners. Yeah, they're
3: our uh, our listeners colorful are degenerates.
1: Backgrounds. <laughs> our listeners degenerate.
3: are degenerate. about that. They're
1: not <laughs> degenerates. They're educated in different walks of oh they're sure just different walks sure, of life.
3: Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're educated on how to Something dodge like piss that. tests. Yeah.
1: Well, we learned what a whizinator is. Yeah,
3: that's the correct term. Is the whizinator? Yeah, uh, you, you can uh, just Google the product. It's called the Wizenator.
1: Oh my! They'd like to
2: sponsor us.
3: Yeah, hey. hey. they, they like to sponsor us. Yeah, we will. We will take the Wizenator sponsorship any day.
1: Oh my goodness! All right, that was our first Dead to Me segment. We're pretty excited about that one. Moving forward, uh, we've got an update: the Sporting Kansas City match is on as scheduled, so it will kick off tonight at seven thirty. If you are at home, you can catch it on Fox Sports Kansas City. Uh, another MLS update: we spoke about it earlier. Quiz Wanda. Le- quiz. Quiz Wanda. <laughs> Chris Wondolowski tied the record held by Landon Donovan for most goals. Well, he actually just crushed it. Now he's sitting at 148 goals. Oof. So he's, yeah, this last game he just bumped himself up. Now he holds the title. Um, pretty exciting. So um, more soccer news. We know that the World Cup is just around the corner, and our U.S. Women's National Team is doing a fantastic job to prepare. They were just victorious 5-0. Over the Netherlands a couple yeah, of days they ago. Yeah, they ruined
3: them. They, Looking uh,
1: really, really good. Coming together. Chemistry is there. We've got some new young players.
3: And Jillian's uh, going to try to stun on us because she's going to Paris.
1: <sighs> just, she's just, going to France I celebrity card. Listen, I'm just working, okay? It's a work trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. It's 100% yeah. uh-huh. a work trip. Totally. I am coaching. Definitely. I am bringing uh-huh. a group of 12-year-old girls. We've got a couple girls from Texas joining uh, my Kansas City team, and we are headed over there to play with PSG. We are thrilled. Um, But, you know, this is exciting for me. Just two players from, um, you know, Kansas City, I would say. Um, Obviously, Becky Sauerbrunn from St. Louis played in Kansas City. A huge part of that team. And also, Adriana Franch, third string goalkeeper. Yes, she might not see the field. She's from Salina, Kansas. So, I just love that we have two girls, you know, two players um, representing the area. Salina's really small. It is, it is I was I was in Salina yesterday actually. I went there for, for the second uh, time ever. I went
3: there for a wrestling
2: show three, 2 or 3 years ago.
3: It was really small. It was like you can just drive right through in 2 minutes.
1: It's
2: different. I went there for a wrestling match too. <laughs> it, was, it was for midget wrestling. <laughs> oh, and not to be oh offensive, God. it was literally called midget wrestling. That's, that's what it's called. That's, yeah, what, it's that's called. what it's called. I went there Come for an NXT And it was very show. exciting. I'm not going to lie. Those, oh those, my dudes, God. those dudes get down. Oh
3: yeah, I went for they an, get down. A, I went for an NXT show like 2 or 3 years ago. Uh, no, it was three years ago. Yeah. Went to go, uh, went to go. It was, it was really good too. Why,
2: why are you looking so offended? Like, like I, I just offended you, Jillian. I, Those guys, uh, have. To, they have to make money too. They have
3: to make money too. I know that they're people. And they're entertaining. They're and they're they but... they were entertaining. They, it's, it's actually really, wrong with you? it's actually really popular in Mexico. It's like really popular in Mexico. It is. Yeah. Uh, they they like, bad. <laughs> they do like luchador. It's yeah, like luchador. It's uh, yeah. like a, it's like
2: tradition. It's like a traditional yeah. thing. Oh yeah. It's really cool. I like it.
1: Back to soccer.
2: (laughs) Thick skin. (laughs) We get some thick skin.
1: (laughs) I can't. We went from
2: women's soccer to
1: wrestling. Vertically challenged. um, Coming from the
2: woman weren't saying inappropriate words on the. the We had the dumper because she was reading the text line. I
1: apologize. Inappropriate
2: word on the line.
1: (laughs) Anyway, back to our very successful U.S. women's national team. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, you guys are bad for talking about midget wrestling.
2: You just said it.
1: Hi, hi, hi. No, we are representing <laughs> Kansas City is being represented by two players. Obviously they're doing very well preparing. Um also just Allie Krieger, um, her hundredth cap. So just a huge accomplishment. She is a little bit on the older side if you look at the roster. However, um she earned her spot back. She got the call-up for the World Cup. She is crushing it. Um, love her. Also, Carly Lloyd, another, I think she's 36 now. Oh, she's 36. She is still crushing it. Ooh, we saw right her with the hat oh, trick, wow. you know, in the last World Cup. Yeah, they don't
3: let you do that on the men's side. They just, they don't. Mm-mm.
1: I mean, they would let you if you're good enough. Uh, it's not, Listen, uh, don't get me started on the men. We can't even get the young guns no, to get themselves qualified. No, So don't get me started on that. Landon women, Donovan.
3: Landon Donovan got, they wouldn't let Landon Donovan at all, but he also was bad. When they we tried to get on the national team,
1: but these women are still doing their thing. Yeah, are still really good. She's killing it, crushing it. Um, and they are obviously headed over to um France here soon, Road to France, and they are. Gosh, it's less than a month away. It's only a couple weeks now. Holy moly, that will be fun. That will be exciting. They are expected to do well. Um, maybe, we, could maybe we, we can do a watch party.
2: Maybe we can do a, do a watch party or something.
1: Right. Yeah, so
3: you can just do it remotely from France. Yeah, France.
1: I'll call in from France. You guys will hear from me then. That'll be good.
3: You're just rubbing it in. Now. Yeah, so you she's brought just gonna, it up, not me. You
2: decided to leave. You're no longer part so of the should, show. Yeah, you're going to be in our dead to me segment.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's going to be dead to me when, when we do a show, and and she's not here. The
2: newest. We're going to start keeping track of everyone that's dead to us. Oh my
3: goodness. You're yeah, we the top we'll, the yeah list. we'll just keep a list. We keep like a Google Doc. Lamar Odom is the first one, followed and then closely
2: Jillian? by Jillian Carroll.
1: Forget both. Well, of
3: you. well, we're gonna save Jillian for when she goes to Paris, and she stunts on us and eats all that French food, and we it's don't a get to eat
1: any of that.
3: Yeah, sure, whatever. <clears> yeah, know, it's whatever a work trip. It. If that's how, if that's what lets you sleep at night, she then... just used air quotes when she said that. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you guys couldn't see it here. You know, who are listening to us because it's a it's because a because it didn't scene. happen. Number one. Oh, it happened. Not <laughs> it happened. I believe Julio. I didn't see it, but I I wasn't looking your way.
1: Uh, did you know Brazil has a woman on the team that's forty-one?
3: <laughs> oh wow.
1: Forty-one years old. Oh wow! Um, so she'll be playing, and I think it's her ninth World Cup.
3: Ninth? Jeez. Oh wow! Yeah. Good for her. Wow. Yeah. You know, the men's side, uh, they, uh, they, the, the men generally do not age very well once they get to their like mid thirties.
1: Men in yeah. general
3: or Brazilian? The, just the no. The I was gonna players, say watch it. The, <laughs> players, <laughs> the players do not age very well. I feel like I'm doing
2: okay 30. for myself.
1: I'm just. I'm just they Jillian,
3: generally don't. Not, you too. The women do fine. The women do fine because you see a lot of the older women playing there. The men don't, <laughs> like unless you're Cristiano Ronaldo. When you're Cristiano Ronaldo, you're fine.
2: Well, he looks like he's twelve. Still, he
3: no, he doesn't. He looks like he's twenty-two. He, uh, I don't know what he's doing, but he's still really good. Very he's good. still really, really very good. good. And you like a lot of those guys fall off. A cliff.
1: He's consistently, yeah, very good.
3: Yeah, though he uh, he kind of hit a wall late in the year this year for Juventus,
1: or did the team?
3: Both. I, I, he wasn't as great as he had been before.
1: <laughs> well, back to soccer, not the midget wrestling.
2: You keep bringing it up. You obviously <laughs> want to talk about it. It's a thing. Seeing them from the top rope. They're, they're really, that's pretty that glorious. They're really good. Watching I, them throw trash cans and hit each other in the head with a trash, trash can. Is the trash can
1: bigger than them, though?
2: No, it, no. They, oh yes, it's like it is almost the same. Size. It's, oh my god, they could definitely. They're they, not like if they stood inside the trash can. You would not be able to see them. They're not like really little. A lot
3: of those. Yes, they like, are. No, some of them are, but like most of them are like under five feet. We're talking about like four foot eleven, four foot ten, something oh. like that. The ones I, I saw. Yeah, we're not talking little little about. We're not talking about like them being like you know three feet tall or anything like. They're like.
1: Isn't that a midget?
3: Yeah, I little mean little
2: person, Jillian.
3: Technically, I'm, they're still they they're still little people, but they're, you know, they're they're not like super little. It's like five foot you know, like four, like maybe five feet, maybe four foot eleven, something like that. That's really popular in Mexico.
1: I know you said that earlier and I don't know about all that, but anyway, uh, we appreciate you joining Overtime today. We covered a lot. First two hour show, we learned a lot. We learned about these Wizenator things, which, alright, that happened.
3: You guys want to <laughs> sponsor us? We're cool with that. <laughs>
1: uh, catch us next week. Um, It's Uno, Sarah, Julio, and Jillian on 610 Sports Radio. Overtime next week. Tune in. See ya.
0: Overtime with Jillian and Chris, 610 Sports Radio. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.